0: And now we are going live. Mm -hmm. Okay, hello. Welcome to Mental Health Bar, uh, the mental health show. Uh, Well, not just mental health show, anything. People, chronic conditions, people living with things and coming through them and moving generally through them and and, and tolerating them and learning coping mechanisms. Um, I'm Chris PG and this is my guest, Catherine. Catherine, say hello to everyone that's in at the moment. Um, Hello, everyone. Hello, everyone. At the moment, there is not many people in the room because it takes a few people takes a few minutes for people to come in so it, don't worry don't panic too much uh, we're just gonna have a little brief chat and everyone in the chat say hello if you're here so that we know you're here because we are working with uh, three or four different types of technology <laughs> trying to come together to form one giant robot um, <laughs> and hope it works properly uh, but <laughs> Catherine is, is, is also this is it's your first time on Twitch right Catherine? It is. My my Twitch debut. Your Twitch debut. So there's, uh, there's people... I will say hello to people as we go through this. So hello, Claire. That's my mod, Claire. And Shiv's here as well. Siobhan, uh, who is who will be referred to as baguette every now and then. Um, just... That names are lovely and evil auntie so there's a, again not my actual evil auntie that's just <laughs> <laughs> on Twitch. yeah so catherine is gonna get uh, catherine is gonna get um, a little bit disorientated by me throwing out random names <laughs> even that are uh, mean nothing to her um i haven't even asked that's your pronouns right that you I yeah can say, yeah I, I we know each other a bit so i was like i'm pretty sure that i would know by now if 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 it was anything different but uh...
1: yeah i'd have probably mentioned it prior <laughs>
0: <laughs> but you never know and i don't I don't, again like we said pre-chat i didn't want us to be i didn't want it to be uncomfortable for any reason it's always like a I, i've got it in my we had I, I was having a chat with someone online about it um that it, it it's it's about pe- making people comfortable not necessarily informing people of what your pronouns are it's if you have it in like your uh, bio or whatever on Twitter, it's it's not yeah. really that you're worried about people saying the wrong thing. It's that you want other people to not feel bad about saying the wrong thing.
1: Yeah, that's, that's it. Um, I always think, like I don't have a, a. I always find it more difficult when people get angry at you for like getting it wrong, Can you like, but please just tell me first. Yeah. <laughs> I can't. One I can't just assume.
0: I can't just assume. That's the that's what we don't want. We, that's what we don't want. Huh. And I'm I'm a big proponent of doing it as well. I I think that people's comfort in in an online world if is so hard anyway that to <laughs> to, to, to maintain that that little tiny thing is like what is it six six digits six um characters seven characters you know why not
1: yeah why not yeah if if you can be nice
0: do yes as
1: a rule
0: I think that's a, see that's a really isn't that a nice way of putting it if you can be nice do that's a really nice way of putting it well, if that should just be I've got like a board here with quotes on it that I keep uh, and, <laughs> uh, and last week Andrea said about her our previous guest said about that um, there was a person on the bonnet of her car but it turned out to be a ghost of her past and she should have just driven off but if you can be nice do is even easier and will fit much better on the board <laughs> Less wordy. Less wordy. Less wordy. So yeah. uh, we've got we've got nearly twenty people in here. So do you want to? Should we introduce you, Catherine? <laughs> so uh, thank you, everyone that's joined us. Hello, Settled Reaper, who's just another person that's joined us uh, and said hello. Uh, Catherine here. We've we've met in real life once, I believe. Or...
1: Yes, was it in Coventry or Birmingham?
0: It was. It was Coventry. Gigs. Back when yes, gigs I, were real, like you were gonna
1: I say. remember writing a joke which was about rodent feces on the way to the gig and being like, I'll open with this joke and you should never open with a new joke because it went really badly.
0: And oh. uh... <laughs> See, I have a completely different opinion to that. I, I oh. always open with a new joke. When, like When I did stand-up, when I did live stand-up gigs, I would always open with a new joke because otherwise, because I was excited to share it and it was like mm-hmm. always on, if I didn't, it would come out, I'd forget it so yeah. it's um it would go blah. and if it went badly i had time to redeem myself but if i'd been doing well and then i slotted it in the middle and did badly it was always like yeah well i'll see you later then thank you very much
2: <laughs> bye <laughs>
0: <laughs> and oh. someone's just made a valid point that i just wanted to because we were talking about the pronoun thing um on twitch you can add an lgbtqia plus tag to the streams we have it added to this one for example um and it's there to show people that this is a safe place for lgbtqia plus and uh instead of it being a sign that this is an l like i am an lgbtqia plus person it is a a sign that everyone is safe here you know for that yeah that's and i think that we should have more of those tags like
1: yeah I don't understand why it's like being like, ugh, oh uh, what safe space and you're like, what why why do why do you disagree what is there to disagree with
0: <laughs> yeah. about
1: that? What's the problem?
0: I would, I would rather not have a safe space. Sorry, I've done it again. Catherine, introduce yourself. I'll just let you do it. Yeah. <laughs> you um
1: yeah. So I in the old world, I suppose I was a, <laughs> I used to be a performer. Uh, and now uh, now I work in a hospital um and and i love it it's great i'm having a really great time um work it it's not the sickness that draws me to it um i just <laughs> i just like, i mean it's been shit in the hospitals recently but i um i like the the structure yes. uh, which is not what comedy provides no. and the routine and yeah yeah it's just it's nice and the people are lovely and uh, there's a real there can be a real gallows humour, which I'm not sure how much of that was there before I arrived. But I'm like, hey, guys, we're going to have gallows humour. And they're all like, sure, OK. <laughs> um... <laughs>
0: <laughs> but was that, do you think you brought that humour to it? Or do you think that, you said you don't know uh, if it was for you, or do you think that you've added to it? Do you think it's there? Because the whole feeling of the nation <laughs> is gallows humour. I
1: certainly me. think I've added to it, because I have quite a dark sense of humour anyway. And I'm yeah.
0: quite. I was always quite
1: a dark performer.
0: <laughs> dark performer, sure. but uh, but that's. I think I think that that's. There's. I don't think there's such a thing as dark comedy. I think it's real comedy. So I think that yeah. there's the difference between jokey jokes and like stuff that's a bit too real. I. That's what I think dark yeah. really stands for. You know.
1: Yeah, and I think that now that I can't really perform like I used to. Um. The world has become my stage.
0: <laughs> <laughs> Again, though, and, uh, right?
1: <laughs> yeah, I've become unbearable, but that's okay. Because <laughs> I don't have to bear me, it's everyone else. It's everyone and, else. You know, screw those guys. They can, they're getting paid to be there as well. <laughs>
0: <laughs> they're getting paid to be there as well. And and that's part of it is your gallows humour is dealing with it. Um,
1: <laughs> no, I am um, not. They're nice people. Uh, I don't mean screw them at all. They're no. lovely people. I'm delighted I, to be there. I love them all.
0: <laughs> I think that they know. I think they know. They know that you're just saying that. On you're not like coming on here and being like hospital administrator. Screw them. You're not like that. You're like glad to have the job. Thank you very much <laughs> during a lockdown. I appreciate.
1: And the, um, the amount of stuff that I uh, I do. Uh, you know I. I try. I enjoy my job because, really, like it's great. It's the first time I've done a job where you like your goal is to help people, not make somebody else who's richer than you richer than they already were. It's great. I love being able to like just help people, and you know, I get I get a task, and it's like, okay, you have to help this person. It's a bit more difficult, and I'm like, yes, (laughs) no, 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 (laughs) no. Well, what what I can,
0: do you, I can. are you doing? Oh, well, actually, before I ask that, I should say there's a specific reason you're on today, and do you want to yes. describe what we? Because I'm going to say, is it misophonia? How do you say it? What what do you? It's
1: one I've only ever seen it written down, um, so, but I think uh, <laughs> I think I've got the pronunciation. It's so it's misophonia, and That's then funny. there's like it's uh, the the other one, which is. Often accompanied by uh, called misokinesia. but you can have one without the other. Um, I have both. I've been blessed with both, um, <laughs> and it's uh, so it's it like I think it literally translates like hatred of sound, but it's not. It it that's kind of what it is, but it, it's not. But it, it's like um it's a neurological problem, and yeah. the wiring in your brain's a bit off, so it sets off your fight or flight response. Um, when you know the wrong things, so like for you know, misophonia, it's um, it's like sounds, it's like repetitive sounds. Uh, so a lot of it is like eating and mouth sounds, you know, like whistling, chewing, um, you know, just like clear <laughs> that kind of stuff. Uh, and that you know, there's um, people, and then uh, Mr. is um sort of the repetitive movements like people tapping their foot um you know swinging their leg playing with their hair chewing gum chewing gum like freaks me out I really don't like it at all um and it's the the list is I mean like so it's I've since recently started talking about it more, so it was like a thing that was always you know like I didn't realize that it was a thing until my early 20s. Right. I just thought that it was me being a bit weird. So yeah. if that's the case, you're like, well, it's not a relatable thing. So I'll just, I won't talk to anyone about it. But then I've like recently really thrown myself into trying to like talk about it and learn about it and stuff. And it's incredible how many other people have it, but also I didn't realize or have also only just found out. And then like, you know how many people um it's all just the same thing you know mm. or, and it's just it's it's be- sad and beautiful to be like oh my god yes but i'm sorry
0: um, <laughs> <laughs> but that's the, yeah. i think that's a good thing and we have talked about it on here before where finding out that you're not crazy and strange and it's actually this thing that's real is a big part of it. Claire, one of our, um, one of the people watching Claire, who's also our mod, has said, so when she used to go to Morrison's, there was a really loud beeping. I couldn't, I would have to stand and put her fingers in her ear because she couldn't stand it. Is that what you mean? Is that what you're talking about? as well? Yeah, kind of like
1: that, I suppose. So like, but it's, um, I suppose the list only ever gets bigger. So (laughs) it, it never, you never lose anything from the list. No. So like, um, you know, it's like I spent most of my school years with right. just like that in class, uh, yeah. covering my hair cover, cover, so it didn't look like, you know, so they were just like, oh, Catherine just sits with her head in her hands all the time. Okay. Um, but I had my fingers in my ears. But it hurts. It hurts if you do that for like six hours a day. Ooh, yeah. Um, yeah. But yeah, just to sort of block out that background noise of like people uh, coughing and sniffing and you know all of the
0: sniffing and chewing and stuff like that yeah
1: yeah so sniffing was the first thing that I remember being an issue okay um so I suppose it's like the the beeping yeah it's that but then it's like that but also there's sort of a level of anxiety that then comes with it so it's not just the noises themselves it's like knowing to like take school for an for example, like I know that I have to go into that classroom. Yeah. I know that he never blows his nose. That guy's always tapping. She plays with her hair, and it's the anxiety of then going into situations to the point now that if I, well, when we could go into restaurants, <laughs> if, if I go into somewhere like that or a cinema or whatever, mm-hmm. I will get on a train or any anything where there are other people. You have to make Yeah, you make those calculations. Yeah. So I can accurately be like, you're going to tap your foot. You're going to be playing with your hair. You you know, like I can, and they always are. It's incredible. It's a superpower, but a really shit superpower.
0: Um. before there was a there was a superhero called foresight lad so isn't that (laughs) it isn't as bad as that yeah but it's but so are you saying you this has this whole thing your coping mechanism with this is to start to be able to predict people's behavior before they start doing it before they start showing signs of it i'm guessing you uh, for me so sorry I, I, i will i'll finish the question but for me this sounds like people who are in an abusive relationship almost who know how to gauge the feeling of the house without ever knowing ever seeing the person in the house or anything so that they can minimalize the risk to themselves that's like you're in that kind of relationship with your own mind is that what it yeah
1: i'm in mean, an abusive relationship with the world <laughs>
0: <laughs> i think everyone is at the moment but yeah you've you had it maybe you've got more experience of it than us <laughs> now um, yeah. someone said in the chat i have both misophonia and sensory hypersensitivity and there's an overlap um but wow. she uh, they think that misophonia is mostly human sounds so, so
1: yeah so it's very rarely the way i um and i, I don't know if this is the case but uh the commenter but I because I, I know that it isn't always I, I don't know what the correct word is <laughs> but, um, <laughs> um, but yeah it's, I always uh, split it up into sort of necessary and unnecessary sounds yeah. but I know that that isn't the case for everyone so you know I, uh, I started going to support groups and met people and started speaking to people about it and stuff and some people are all eating I cannot eat in a room with other people right you know whereas for me it's like I can you have to eat Yeah,
2: of course. <laughs> so I can
1: put yeah I can put yeah, us I've managed to get to a point where I can logic it that I can put aside most of it but then like uh, if you're eating like a pig you don't have to do that you don't have to chew gum so if you know there's yeah, it's what what is within your control and what isn't. Like unnecessary yeah. extra, you don't have to whistle, especially if you've got the heightened uh, senses as well. It hurts. It it hurts whistling. Um, so does it yeah. hurt you
0: like hypersensitive people? When I know that people who can who have like extra strong, yeah, I say extra strong, extra sensitive hearing, it's not a mint. But does it <laughs> does it physically hurt you to hear these sounds and things or is it just uh, an annoyance what is it to you
1: so it's personally it it doesn't hurt me physically but mm. it's the feeling is um it, it's like you're yeah. you have to get away from it you can't yeah. be there and it you feel uncomfortable in your skin like you want to climb out from in yourself to yeah. just get away from it um and it's, you know, I want to punch it, uh, or I want to run away from it.
0: You want to punch
1: (laughs) it? So, like, (laughs) yeah, but, like, really, that's the other scary thing, is that you get, like, um, quite sort of angry, graphic, um, just wanting to, you know, visions of hurting people. Because you just like i just i just want to oh, you just want to stop
0: get, it stop him yeah <laughs> i can imagine that's quite tough, rage says claire but um uh, i'm not gonna we'll continue that i'm just gonna read so so steve who's a, another one of our mods has said he has a similar condition just diagnosed as sensitive hearing which means he struggles with overlapping sounds it means he has to ignore a lot of things especially if he's concentrating so is that can you do that have you got the ability to cut those noises out or do you is it just completely impossible to do that? Is it, do they just barge through no matter what? What's your coping mechanism when it comes to this?
1: So the thing is, it, it's um, you. It's impossible to ignore it, which is terrible. You can't, it's all you can hear. It's all you can see, mm. uh, which is frustrating. And also then it, the anxiety that comes with it is that because you're looking for it, because you're like, oh my God, I've come into this office. What is going? What's going to get me today? So you're looking for it. Then you're Mm. ready. So even if there was nothing, you're like, I've found you.
0: You found it. (laughs) You bugger. Come on,
1: annoy me. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah.
0: But you're constant, and and like it said, like I think like the abusive relationship thing. It's you and you're like constantly tense, ready for that. Yeah. And so that anxiety is 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 terrible i can i can only imagine that you're have you got like a resting level of anxiety is that something that you've constantly got or is it is there is there a way that you've got zero when when have you got zero anxiety when's that your time
1: when i'm dead chris
0: Um, (laughs) die i I can appreciate that i can appreciate that um (laughs) if i
1: die chris um (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> it's not a given. Um,
0: not definitely. No.
1: Um, no, so I think so it's it's strange because this is one of the things um we were talking beforehand about how great yeah. lockdown has been for some people. Yeah. Like so, you know, the the coping mechanisms are ones that I found myself. Just through existing, yeah. And then when I found out that it was a thing, and I got onto the website, and it was like coping mechanisms, and I was like, "Oh my god, there's gonna be an answer." And I clicked on it, and it was everything that I'd already worked out myself right. as a child. and I was like, "No." Um, <laughs> so it's like um, mimicry helps. So if someone's right. you know, like tapping their foot or something, then I'll start tapping my foot, and then. It sort of, it doesn't get rid of it, but it stops, you know, like the anxiety is up here and then it just brings it sort of down to here. Right. Um, or, I mean, it's just headphones, earplugs. I close my eyes. It's the only, only time that I'm glad that I've got appalling eyesight because I can just take my glasses off and I can't right. see it. <laughs> um, right. Leave, just walk away. Yeah. Um, you know, it, it's just sensory deprivation is all you can do, really.
0: Those are, um, I mean, those are pretty extreme coping, like literally denying yourself an entire feeling, uh, sent, like an entire sense, just to get away from uh, at something. So I, because I, I was obviously, I hadn't. I don't know it as much about it as you, who has experienced it. But I thought you were going to say, "Oh, there's medication you can take. There's these exercises no. you could do." But there's literally nothing.
1: No, that was the other terrible thing as well. Because like when you find out, you're like, you know, oh my god, it's a thing. Great, what's the cure? And they're like, mm. um, <laughs> <laughs> nothing. Nothing. But so, so, like, I I don't have a diagnosis by yeah. a, a doctor because i've had as i'm sure uh, many many watchers will have had terrible terrible uh, experiences trying to get yeah. help from well, <laughs> the medical yeah. profession um not that i'm you know that a gp gets what 10 minutes to see how do you pack
0: Six. <laughs> is it 6 now yep yeah
1: how do you Six. pack all of that into six minutes and then how do you as a medical professional who's got too many people do that you know it's impossible so i'm not shitting on them.
2: no Um, no.
1: you know i think it's it's just terrible the system is fucked you know
0: um we know it
1: so yeah and it's only getting worse which is a a crying shame
0: um absolutely
1: but that's Something else, I suppose. Um, but yeah, it's just it—it's just so sad when you find it out, and you're like, "Yeah, I've got." And then, so like, I've, I, um, I've tried to, I've been to the doctors with it, and it's just not gone, uh, well. Yeah. <laughs> How do you say, well? <laughs> um, <laughs> so <laughs> that has very much put me off going back. And if it was like, mm. um, well, when you get diagnosed, that uh, you get access to therapy, and there's this drugs I'd of course I'd have been there in a heartbeat but um, mm-hmm. there isn't there's none of that so what's the point like why Ooh, Yeah. why would I go through all of that and all that would happen is I would feel worse
0: <laughs> it's, it's crazy that you've got an invisible existing condition that can't that the doctor just doesn't have enough time to sit with you in order to diagnose in order to it, it to me that's insane because I, I know what it's like to go through with an invisible condition that and everyone on this chat knows I'm bipolar and everyone on this chat, I think knows that I'm going through the diagnosis for ADHD and it's still or like 30 years after I was originally diagnosed or or 25 years after, it's still almost impossible. You have to go in and just kind of, I had to be super, super aggressive and I have bipolar, something that people have had, since like the 1400s or something, you know, people have known yeah. about this for a long time. And I had to be like, this isn't right. This isn't right. This isn't right. And I can't imagine what it's like for you. Six minutes, because I it was 10. You're right. But now it's six. They they go in and, I mean, it's never six. The, the one before you has no. always had, it's never six. I'm just, we'll start again in a second, but I have missed, because the chat does go quite fast. So um it, uh, Claire is saying that she, uh her it, her feeling is more like squeaking wall carpet beeps etc not human and uh, maybe a different thing so i think that we've heard that with hypersensitivity claire that's what steve was talking about a second yeah. ago um evil auntie has said um that misophonia is more like anxiety anger and disgust sensory hypersensitivity is being overwhelmed overwhelmed and it can register as physical pain so that's she's correcting me on that and then steve clarifies by saying his condition only causes him anxiety if he's lost concentration and can't block things out once that control goes it is difficult to deal with so i imagine you can sympathize with that once stuff is out of your control do you get overwhelmed by stuff sometimes and find it uh hard to hard to control or have you always got a way out what do you think
1: yeah i suppose that well that's a really good definition um i can't remember who it was um about the differences between the two yes. there. Um, because I suppose it's uh the hypersensitivity is and I could be wrong,
0: yes.
1: more of a, a physical affliction. Whereas yes. I think that phonia is more of a mental affliction. It you know, like uh if I had sort of I could be wrong. <laughs> I could be talking out my ass.
0: No, um, no, no, you, you, but, no, see that's something um, you shouldn't do here because we, you. This is a. That's the point of this place. Is you feel the way you feel. You have something that we we're talking about now, and there, there's people I know in this chat that also have misophonia who are listening to you and going, "Holy shit, that is what's happening to me." I'd never heard of this term before. I hadn't heard of this term before. You talked about, like you said the other day, and I was like, "Well, I've never heard of it. Let's talk about it." So don't say I may be talking <laughs> out of my ass because you're the one that knows. You know if you feel disgusted yeah. someone to it, you know this. You you be you, you say you. But sorry, keep going. Yeah, yeah.
1: <laughs> but um, sorry, about the sort of uh overwhelming and lack of control of it i I think that's what i hate so much about it is that you very much feel like you're in the hands of strangers
2: yeah because
1: you know like if i could be having a lovely day and then i could be like oh great i'm going watching so and so uh you know their new show uh comedy show and i was so excited to see it and then the guy next to me is chewing gum and i'm like i've got Mm. to leave you know, you've ruined my night, you absolute bastard, I hate you. And then I'm like, you know, I just dream of of just beating him to a pulp. Um, (laughs) You know, and then suddenly it's a terrible day and you're like, oh, man, you know. And so there's that aspect of like the lack of control. Mm -hmm. I think one thing which, you know, people that I've spoken to, and certainly for me, it's to do with your uh a sense of contentment in life, yeah. I think so for example, like um prior to the pandemic, yeah. I was working three jobs, um three, four jobs, yes. <laughs> all of them like well, I just, all of them zero hours yeah. uh comedy <laughs> you don't get yeah. contracted hours d you, you no, know it was, comedy was what I was doing. And there's so much expectation of you to, like, hey, can you come to Birmingham for free, uh, you know, to do five minutes tonight? And then we might pay you next time. And then I'd be like, yeah, of course I can. And then they'd be like, oh, great. And can you come to Nottingham the night after uh, for a tenner? <laughs> yeah. And then you're like, yeah, absolutely, yeah. Because you can't say no, because then you're that person That's who enough. says no. And yeah. what a, oh, oh, I'm not booking her for two years because she said no one time. So... So there's stressful. such pressure yeah and then not only that so like it costs a lot to oh, yeah. travel this country <laughs> so you've got that and you're not really getting financial like it pays off eventually mm. but it's not not then you know like no. so. You, you know I would be working you know really long shifts in you know two or three jobs to then support me traveling around and you know you'd get like a shift cancelled and then you're like oh my god how am I going to make rent and you know so that was a very stressful place to be to try and support the comedy yeah and then like just at home I had a noisy housemate, and it just meant he was in the room above me and it just meant that I couldn't be comfortable at home so I couldn't sleep properly I couldn't relax in my own home and I was mm. stressed at work yeah. and it genuinely it felt like it was killing me at that point like you know I just couldn't cope with it oh. and then lockdown happened <laughs> and like I lost everything and I felt so glad I was like oh such, such relief you know like I'm off the treadmill
2: yeah
1: <laughs> And. Uh, yeah, I can sleep in the noisy housemate left and I sh- I can sleep and I can eat and I can have a routine. Yeah. And, you know, and it was great. And then I got, you know, and I just had two months to, like, you know, fix myself. Yeah. And then I got this job at the hospital and it was, you know, just a, a fulfilling work place just really a job that I love with people that I really like yeah. and in and off you know and I now I don't have to worry about money I don't have to worry about going to Birmingham I don't I don't know why I always pick Birmingham it's not it's the furthest that's where away I I've <laughs> been. I'm <so> yeah <laughs> <Still like laughs> like,
0: I it's geez,
1: one <laughs> One time, and it was such a great gig. I'm not shitting on the gig here at all, but like we drove from London to Ulverston and back again. And I was so tired, I was hallucinating. Like, (laughs) you know, yeah, that's, (laughs) you know, which is fine that, you know, is that, oh, wow, yeah, yeah. (laughs) It's like, you know, it's quite rock and roll, isn't it? That being your existence but then, you know, for a short amount of time. But then you're like, now it's been five years. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I'm tired.
2: Yeah. I'm really
1: tired. So now that I've got, like, a stable life and, I've, you know, I feel a bit more content and everything's a bit less stressful, the misophonia is basically not there, you know. Wow. I feel – but the thing – the scary thing is I am, like – Let's say the guy on the, the desk next to me leaves and I get yeah. a new colleague who chews gum and taps his foot. My yeah. entire life will come crashing down. <laughs> like <laughs> genuinely you...
0: stress. Yeah. Yeah. So, and then you it's just a there. The yeah. yeah. Crazy for you.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Just trying to maintain a, a, a you know, level.
0: I trying just, to maintain the environments.
1: Yeah, controls. just be relaxed.
0: Oh, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I didn't mean to jump over you there. I was, I was getting, I was like listening with you. Uh, it, I, I can't believe it. I can't th- now. I can't believe that we used to be like one of the side effects of our career is hallucinations, and that's normal. <laughs> that's just yeah. Don't worry about it. I I used to drive to like I I used to drive to and from Cornwall in a day. So I would drive down and I'd be back at home for like six seven. So the, for the, when the kids wake up and I was full time comedy. So I can't imagine what it was also like doing well i can because i used to do that as well but, yeah. oh god i'm just gonna catch up with the chat as well um yeah. so uh where we got so where we got um it's a sentence so steve is saying i sympathize with the need for sensory deprivation unless it's the right music he has to work in almost silence so i can i, I have the other way where i can't listen to anything with words but it helps if it's music because my attention spans all over the- um someone's asked about my adhd mm-hmm. appointment today which i, I that, which is that, that know about um i did have my call today i'll tell you i'll tell you what happened i did have my call today i was supposed to have a uh are supposed to say yes that's definitely happening and what actually happened was i had the same call again and they said we're gonna have a psychiatrist call you which was that was all they did so i was really excited to be like it's over and they were Aww. like nah. You still got, so that's it. Uh, and uh, I'm just answering the questions. We do, but someone was... Oh, um, Carrie, there's people in from Arizona talking, Carrie and, and the Baileys, um, and they can't believe that we only get six minutes with our doctor. Uh, I, it Trust us, it... it Having gone through the school system for parents' evenings, I imagine it will become five minutes, and um, it'll get cut off at five. That's what happens now when you have meetings with teachers. You get exactly five minutes, and it just the the connection drops. So I reckon that's what it's going to be. Uh, wow. They they can't believe that. Um, evil, so evil auntie again, who has misophonia, says there's a Twitch streamer that she they can't watch, and she really loves because he takes a sip of water and then he gulps really loudly, and that's one of her no. worst. Misophonia <laughs> triggers, which I imagine Bastard. is similar for you, uh, where if, if there was someone you, you you couldn't watch your favorite celebrity if they were a Lao chewer, for example, I imagine. Yeah. Or, or a leg tapper. So.
1: Yeah, I'm, I'd hate them. They wouldn't be my favorite <laughs> celebrity anymore. Genu- there have genuinely been people that I hate because yeah. they tap my foot. And then I get to know them and I'm like, we could have been friends, but yeah. You know. like-
0: But you're so (laughs) (laughs) irritating.
1: Yeah, alas.
0: This this is why we're still (laughs) friends, Catherine, is because we haven't spent any time in each other's company. Uh, i am a fidgeter (laughs) and a tapper uh i have like i said before this i was like i have lots of everything you see is me controlling my upper body you can't see what's happening (laughs) under here and people have asked me about the camera because it goes like it's on an arm so when i get my legs tapping yeah there it does that and yeah they've said is there something wrong with it so that's why we can still talk to each other it's because you've never (laughs) spent long enough in company with me but i am very fascinated by the fact that you've managed to find ways around this so sensory deprivation uh obviously the lockdown i think that's a very interesting topic that i said when we were talking we had the pre-chat um i always think pre-chat is such a weird word but <laughs> we've made it up. Um, yeah. th- we were saying that you found you wrote an article uh about what was it with it which company was it what was the publication um,
1: yeah, it's objectively funny. They have like an online scene. I don't know. Okay. It might be quite, you might have a scroll quite far back now because it we'll, was we'll like put the link
0: for it. you I know that you still want yeah. a link to it. That's. It's something you oh, yeah. should be proud of. Um, of course. I am. <laughs> um, but the topic is that you covered was the the first lockdown for someone with your exact mental health problem. Uh, is that what you describe it as? I don't want to miss.
1: Yeah. Name I think it, it is.
0: Yeah. I don't
1: know. I don't know that everybody would say that it is, but I think it all just, like, goes into one, doesn't it, really? Yeah. You know?
0: Well, like you said, hypersensitivity might be an actual physical disorder, whereas misophonia... uh, Like like I've said, Evil Auntie on here seems to have a bit more experience with doctors and stuff, so that maybe because you, you haven't yeah. had it diagnosed. So maybe you could, maybe Evil Auntie, you could fill us in on that. Would you say that was correct, that it was diagnosed, it was a mental health disorder? But um, yeah. you said that it's better for you. So what do you want to talk about that? What You said that the first lockdown has made, is actually a positive experience for you.
1: Yeah. So, I mean, I don't know how you felt about it and, uh, you know, people watching, but like, so I, I very, like, I, I kind of feel like it was, you know, very separate because we were all so naive then, (laughs) weren't we? And we are like, don't worry, (laughs) we'll be be out of this by August, don't worry about it. Um, And so I think that, you know, like there were a lot of people uh, who were you know, it, w- it had been like two weeks and they were like, I absolutely have to go into the park and cough into the faces of elderly people for the sake of my mental health. <laughs> and they're like people who had never mentioned what? mental health ever mm. being like, I just need to have 20 people at my house for my <laughs> mental health. And you're like, yeah. it has been a fortnight dickhead, right? Yeah. And,
2: <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
1: you know, and I feel like it was people who had never had, to deal, the world was made for them, yes. and they'd never had to deal with anything even slightly inconvenient that made them feel a bit off. Yeah, and I yeah. feel like I the world is not made. The world is a a constant attack from the moment I open my eyes to the moment I go to sleep. The world is a constant attack on yeah. my sense that I just have had to learn to deal with because there is no other option. The option is like, deal with it or kill yourself. And I'm too nosy to kill myself. (laughs) I need, (laughs) that's not happening. So I've learned, you know, learned to deal with it. So it's like, well, now the world is obviously not for everyone, but my Mm -hmm. world became, you know, four walls. And it it was like you know I don't know I just feel like people who, I mean, now I think now it's different because we're a yeah. year in we're and
2: year we've had a
1: different. bleak winter. Yeah, <laughs> and I think fuck it. I uh, shouldn't say this, should I? But like fucking see see a friend. It's you know like <laughs> if you need to see a friend, like don't don't have parties, you know. But like if yeah. if you need to see a friend, see a friend. Like if
0: you've been on your own for a year.
1: Yeah. hug hug someone like
0: you need it you know there's a safe way to do it yeah i'm not saying like i'm not saying like share share a bowl of cereal or something or or share something shake hands and kiss but i understand like my nan we had to go in order to see her we had to sit on her driveway and talk to her through her conservatory window so, yeah, that was just so that we we're safe because she's you know over at the age of 80. So, we have to make 87 year old woman, so we had to make sure yeah. that we, we said, but you need to, don't you? When you have to do yeah. that, and right now, we can't try. And I'm not, I, I, people of this channel will know I have found that uh, that this the lockdown was positive for my mental health as well, I like like yourself. So, uh, it because what it did, I think, was it took away some of the noise. The yeah. and the expectation, I think yeah, that's a big thing. The mm-hmm. this, you, you, you're probably more of a so for you, it's um, I'm making it so I'm only doing this in relation to me. Um, w- w- with you, it's it's more of like a other people thing, whereas for me, it's more of a trying to fit in to so yeah. that when other people talk to me, I'm right for them, yeah, and so we, but we both, it comes the same result we're both really uncomfortable around anyone because there's always the constant oh they're gonna do something that will make me hate them immediately yeah so uh, what did you do so what's happened now how do you feel now it's been a year how do you feel now are you still okay or
1: yeah i feel i
0: feel much better
1: (laughs) for it i mean i'll be honest I've, I've had enough of COVID now, actually. Uh, I've had more. enough of it. <laughs>
2: yeah.
1: I've had enough of the snow. Uh,
2: <laughs> yeah. I
1: just want, just want to go back to gigging and go to the pub and, and, and not have to get, feel guilty going to my mate's house. I appreciate that. Um,
0: just, I just want to go I, to a different country.
1: Oh, God. You know what? 2020, Like I have always, because of comedy always been just broke <laughs> yeah because you don't anything. and i'd like <laughs> luckily my grandma died um <laughs> fingers <laughs> crossed
0: <laughs>
1: it was te- like it was truly awful but she left me some money and it was like finally i can go and see my best friends um you know like two of them one one was in singapore and one was in australia right. and it was like the only you know it's just like it wasn't a lot of money, but it was just enough to enable me to fight, to finally see them after years. And I was yeah. so excited. And uh, two weeks before I was due to fly out, lockdown happened.
0: Oh, <laughs> man. That's so rubbish. It's so no, rubbish. It's
1: going to be like my year of being able to travel uh, oh. and see the world. Um, I said so, the words yeah.
0: in February. I said the words to... Uh, my wife I was like, so uh, we finally, it's been 11 years of my career and this is the first year where we're finally comfortable. And Aww. then... March. <laughs> it is
2: like,
0: it was, your fault. <laughs> it was i i did apologize for it on twitter i did say i'm pretty sure this could have been me uh because i was like hey we're we're covering the bills we've got a little bit of extra it finally feels like i've got a career let's go uh let's go we, we booked a holiday to spain for a week in a school holiday <laughs> which is just i know insane and um and then it just... Uh, so I, I you can blame me. There's, sorry, there's a load <laughs> of chat to catch up, but we kind have of blame her blame sure. totally. Uh, evil auntie says she's not... They're not sure. I, sorry, I, evil auntie. I keep saying she. It's because it's an auntie. Um, I'm not sure misophonia is an official diagnosis yet. I hope it one day will be because it can be incredibly debilitating in daily life and some sufferers definitely need accommodations. So I, I agree. There should be, for, especially for that, uh, booths at restaurants and things like that would be... So much better, right? Where you just can't see and hear. I mean, we need more.
1: Just on that one, I did speak to someone who did get a diagnosis from a doctor. I don't think, I think you have to jump through a thousand flaming hoops to get it. But (laughs) he did say that then, like, because he got the piece of paper, and I can't think of any specific examples, but it did help with him at work because it was like, you know, and he wasn't just being like, I'm sorry, I can't empty the bins. Misophonia. <laughs> it was like, uh, <laughs> yeah. you know, he it was if there was stuff that was, you know, he could be like, please, yeah. can we not do that? Because he, and they're like, Why? And he's like, here is a piece of paper that says yeah, it. Yeah. But um, yeah, when I don't saying, think it's easy to no. Um, and I don't think there's much point in doing, although Maybe if everybody went and got the diagnosis, then they would realize how many people have it and then they might do something about it. So, well,
0: exactly. Yeah. I th- it's like those, uh, it's like the people where, was it the Netherlands where being gay was seen as a mental illness? And so people, it was still classed as sickness. So people started calling in gay to work. So loads <laughs> of people started calling in to say they were a bit gay. And so they reclassified, <laughs> they were like, they got rid of it. But. Oh, is, I love it. It was fairly recently <laughs> as well. I think you. Wow. Google I mean, it I don't and...
1: love it, but I love the protest. The, the, the
0: protest is great. We can do that. I, the reason, sorry, I brought up the lockdown feeling is because I think there's a lot of people who don't want to they don't want to say it out loud that there's been positives as well as negatives. There's a lot of the whole, let's get the old blitz spirit. And this is an awful, everyone's having an awful situation. And actually there's a lot of that. that, that there's a terrible, terrible thing happening, but I think it's also, I've said it a bunch of times um, that there's also this like newfound joy of people. Like we, our connections are deeper. We're finding time to do things with our family because we have to. And, There's people realising that maybe their marriages weren't as strong as they thought they were, and that's not a bad thing either. (laughs) I don't think Uh, So someone said we had a friend come over the past weekend, the first person we've seen since their in-laws at Christmas, and before that in November, and before that September, and before that July. So individuals every three or four months is probably not going to be a problem, I don't think. Probably it's not... As long as you're staying distant... I'm not going to advocate people breaking rules and laws, but at the same (laughs) time... Uh, I do understand when stuff like that when they're like, I, it's it, the problem I've got is when people are just ignoring it wholesale. Like,
1: exactly, there's a difference, isn't there, be- between being a dick and like just looking after yourself? It really annoys me, like, especially over Christmas because I did, this was the first Christmas that I spent away from my family. Yeah, I, you know, um, and you know the amount of people who are like, I cannot believe all of those people getting on trains. and you're like, but you live with your family. Yeah. In a house where you have space and a yeah. garden and, you know, like you, you're yeah. not missing out. Whereas, like, yeah. you know, there's some people I'm still quite lucky. We have a garden. I have a nice home. But, yeah. you know, I'm in a house share and, you know, there's people in flats who, you know, yeah. and the I can't believe all these people in the parks. And you're like, but you have a garden you know understand like what if you don't have a garden and you've
0: got three kids in a small flat like oh my god well there's people on this chat who are in that situation i know that there's people on this chat yeah with multiple kids in a one house with no garden. they're just having like a a really really tough time and of course that's a really so then when i can understand them going somewhere else like you're in london Mm. aren't you you're is that where you are at the moment catherine in london there's not as many greens but where i am luckily i can just get walk out of my house walk for half an hour and i'm in the countryside that's really And i am i to be fair i don't know how you lot have done it i can see why everyone in the capital is breaking lockdown i don't think it's great (laughs) but i can see it because you're like i need i'm going to end up topping myself i'm gonna end up doing something but I can't imagine it. Dusty Denham said, I'd love to spend a day in London so much at the moment. Um, <laughs> many people, even introverts, it's the option of being able to go out or rather stay home by choice. That's what's driving us crazy. Uh, and the yeah, sameness but- of every day, add on top of that, those like myself who go through seasonal mood swings. Yeah. Um, mm-hmm. and someone says basically Chris and Nintendo ba- planned this, something to do because of uh, uh, <laughs> Animal Crossing. <laughs> um <laughs> But no, I want to. I I do that because I think that um, it's also a class thing because you've got these. Like, I we went lockdown and we don't. We weren't going out anyway, you know. Were you other than for gigs? We weren't going to the theatre all the time, or we didn't go to the pub. We got kids. No.
1: The only well, I used to work in a theatre, so Uh I saw a lot of theatre. But I, because I work. Oh, wait it was a, a comedy theatre as well. So yeah. that was great because I've always um like done that thing where the, the poor kid thing where you're like I can't afford to go, so I'll work there. I'll work there, <laughs> and then I'll be there. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so that's how I've consumed most of my comedy. Uh, it. Because it's quite, it's quite expensive, isn't it, seeing a comedy show? If the tickets are ten, twenty quid, you know, like.
0: And you go yeah, in a true. lot. No, I I always say that comedians don't buy comedy tickets. It's just you don't sell yeah. comedy to comedians. That's that's the because we're poor. <laughs> we're, yeah, we are. We're, we're, we're either doing our own work or we're or we're, we're not making enough to buy your tickets. But, yeah,
1: exactly. Um, so so yeah, but I think beyond that's that's another thing that I've worked out. Like so, you know, we I would sit with my housemates. Um, and we would socialise with each other because we we're like, okay, guys, we're all we've got. Um, well, yeah, <laughs> let's, <isn't it>? let's, <laughs> let's make this work. And uh, they're lovely people. I couldn't have asked for better people to be well, yeah. uh, with. And I think that, um, you know, that well, that is another thing. It, it could have been lockdown could have so easily been diff- completely different. It could have broken me. Yeah. Had the conditions been even really different. Um, but, like, yeah, just seeing how much I'd missed socially um, because of comedy, because you're working every night.
0: Working every night.
1: You miss right? every birthday party, every gathering, every impromptu pub visit. It's
0: but also, you're even- drinking
1: a lot because you're at the pub all the time and they pay you in booze. I've stopped drinking this year. It's- I feel great. <laughs> don't
0: you- I stopped drinking. <laughs> I don't feel- um- october october 2019 is when i stopped drinking and uh, you know i lost a bunch of weight it doesn't it isn't it weird to not have a hangover in the morning it's so and you're like oh this is easier i get it yeah (laughs) i get it now because you do when you've when you've been drinking like regularly you it's cumulative You, you don't even realize how bad you're feeling and and it takes ages to wear off as well like it was it was a good two, three months before I was like, oh, I'm. Uh, this is what normal people feel like in the morning. This is odd.
2: Yeah.
0: <laughs> Normalism. I feel related. well. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I feel. I feel, I feel I, like I started running. So um, that's what I was doing every other day I was running. And I was like, oh, this is a lot easier exercise. You can exercise if you're not hungover. That's odd. It's, yeah. That's where all these people are doing it. That's why a lot of comedians do cocaine instead of drink. That's the, it's just so that they can go to the gym. <laughs> the yeah, gym so keep That's
1: their it. figure.
0: <laughs> keep their figure, but still get the rush. No, but I, I think that lockdown has been one of those things where you either were drinking more, a lot of people drank a lot more, or a massive, I see, you see all these runners and stuff outside. Have you taken up any exercise? I don't know if that would affect your mesobonia or... Did you exercise? So
1: I did. Uh, yeah. So, I, well, I used to exercise a lot. I used to go to the gym all the time um, because I, I like it. Um, yeah, and then lockdown happened and I was drinking. I was like, oh, my God, I can drink in the day. Yeah. Way! Too
2: easy.
1: Too <laughs> um, easy. Yeah. And then I was doing it loads. Um, and uh, it was great. I had a, I had a wonderful time. <laughs> I had so much fun. I cannot. It was a lovely summer, and I was having beer in the garden. It was fantastic. Um, I I regret nothing, but <laughs> uh, and then I couldn't exercise because gyms were shut, and I was like, "This is rubbish." So I started doing. Um, what oh, what's she called? Why can't I remember her name? Blogilates. Um, Cassie oh, Hoff. Fantastic. What is that? Um, She's just it's just like Pilates. But based for, because, like, the space that I had in my room was very, like, the size of a yoga mat. Yeah. So um, she does a lot of, like, apartment-friendly stuff. I don't live in an apartment, but, um, you know, it was just, um, I still don't have, that doesn't mean that I've got a lot of space. Um, (laughs) So... (laughs) Um I'm sitting on a beanbag right now. Hey, it looks uh, nice. You know, it, to
0: be fair, it looks it looks your whole flat looks nice. I know right now we're talking on Catherine's phone because Catherine's computer wouldn't load Zoom, no. so we totally get but your flat looks nice. Whatever you yeah, say. Yeah, it's about just gone to poor, sleep now. My
1: computer's just been like, oh, all right,
0: we're not oh we're not doing that anymore. Not doing it anymore. No. <laughs> like like the like a, a a comedian trying to have sex with while on antidepressants. That's what that is. That's exactly the same mm-hmm. thing. Can't work, fall yeah. asleep. That's <laughs>
2: what, <Yeah>. it doesn't <laughs>
0: work. It's, it is, but I, I'm, I'm more interested. Sorry, I, I keep, I keep vying swiftly off topic, but I want to make sure <laughs> that we're uh, so, so these coping mechanisms, you they're, they're denying uh, like complete um, uh, sensory deprivation on, on one side. Is there? Can you see a way through it in the future? Can you see a way of doing anything in the future, or are you just hoping that it becomes a recognised di- diagnosis, recognised diagnosis, so that you can get support? What's What's the plan, for the future with this?
1: I like. I would like to think that it could be. So, I, I think that it's probably going to be sort of talking kind of therapies that would right. work best. Yeah. Um. Because I don't think that. I mean, I'm I'm no doctor, Chris, um, but I don't <laughs> I don't know how. I mean, maybe there there is a way that you can medicate it, and I don't know, like suppress something. Yeah, that would be wonderful. But I think that in the sort of short term, and there are therapists. And there's like I googled it, and there's like one therapist that folks It was like two hundred pounds a session or something. So you know, that's the um,
0: to Birmingham. That is i know story. right
1: <laughs> <laughs> i have never had a good journey back from birmingham but that's a story for another day <laughs> <That's a different laughs> that's i a had to problem. hail a train hail a train <laughs> How did you right a train? because i got a station master to help me uh because he right. had the authority and i was just there um <laughs> 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 so yeah i think that um i think that talking therapy is probably yeah. the best way to go but that is not like i mean it's it's not available for like the the as michael j dolan put it the pop uh mental illnesses of like depression and anxiety yeah. uh so,
0: you know it's, you know what I mean? this, that's the truth is the 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 fun ones get the yeah. attention because there's money in it but uh, for the because uh, I and again, I think that's a class thing. Sorry, I, I think it's like depression, anxiety yeah. is seen as not having the mental stigma of bipolar, ADHD, mesophonia like, a specific things that would be uh, debilitate, debilitating. Whereas, depression, anxiety, very easy to get a diagnosis for because the doctor goes, Right, there's some pills, there you go, you're fine. Yeah. And if you're a rich person, you've got that trendy. Mental health thing. I, I know it's not popular to say, but there are people who do claim they're even when they're just a bit sad. They've got depression, yeah. but they're a bit. Sad. And it's they do do that. We know people that do that, and we and it. it when you've got something like yourself or something like I myself, it makes it so much harder to get a diagnosis because they're like, well, we want to fit it into this very quick and very easy thing that we can just give you a pill for. And you can leave, rather than
1: yeah.
0: here's a series of therapies that you need, and yeah,
1: like long term, costly therapy.
0: Yeah, costly to yourself not as well, not it. costly to anyone useful, like the NHS. Yeah. So, <laughs> that, like yeah. that you're not going to get. You'd need a specialist psychiatrist, right? That's what you'd need, or if, it's a behaviour yeah. thing. So maybe you would need a psychologist, but yeah, so. You're right. Yeah. Sorry, keep going. You're you're trying to maintain your, your point, but uh... <laughs> <laughs>
1: no. So I think that will be ideal. I think but I think like what I would like to happen is um, that it become a thing that you could just say like um, oh I've got autism or oh I've got O C D and people would understand not completely, but yeah. enough to be like, Oh, okay. So like for example I yeah. um i people are people are horrible, so like i um you know've <laughs> been working like I remember there was one incident, at a job I had, and this guy kept whistling and I couldn't stand it, and it yeah. I, it brought me to tears because it had right. been like a day of it, and I just right. couldn't get away from it. it was there, and there was a, another colleague, and I was like, oh, you've come to me with issues before." So I feel like, you know, it would mm. be, re- you would assume it could be reciprocated.
2: Yeah,
1: yeah. And he, I told him and he laughed in my face, <laughs> like, you know, people are like at school when kids found out, oh, Catherine doesn't like you sniffing, people would sniff at me and yeah. you know, like do things to annoy me and make it worse. Yeah. And like, even now, you know, people, it's 50-50, people don't believe you, they think you're making it up, that yep. it's, uh, you know, like you just attention seeking oh it's not re- oh what oh they'll be like, oh yeah I get a bit annoyed as well listening to you know and you're like it it's not a bit annoyed it's you yeah. know it's um you know it's like uh I suppose it'd be like you know sometimes oh I've got IC- OCD and people oh yeah I like cleaning too and you're like oh my god it oh. is not
0: don't it is started. not that Go, don't get me started on people <laughs> yeah. saying yeah I'm a bit bipolar. You can't be a bit. <laughs> it's not. No. <laughs> you either are or you aren't. And if, yeah. if you're not, you don't understand this. I had, my mom. she might be on here today. So I had a discussion with my mum bef- just before this that made yeah. me so incredibly... I, I, like someone's just follows so, oh, hi Davina thank you very much for following um and someone said sorry disassociated identity disorder is so trendy I can't imagine that being something people go to the doctor with and pretending I've got 15 personalities um yeah <laughs> but I my uh, mum and brother didn't really understand bipolar and then I got a message after so Robin Williams killed himself you know years ago yeah and my brother texted me to say I get it now I understand yeah. why you appear normal, but this can be happening in the background. And then today, I was literally on the phone to my mum. My mum was like, "I just don't get it. I don't, why can't you just think your way through it?" And I was like, because yeah. well, you know, do you, you wouldn't say that to someone with cancer, and you wouldn't say that to someone with it's a chronic yeah. illness. Like, and 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 Ms. Afini yeah. is the same. Is it's chronic. It's it's as you say, it's never getting better." it's always getting worse and you told me a yeah. story about a joke you wrote what well, how extreme did it get oh yeah for you? Uh, but yeah, that's a real experience yeah. right so how extreme did it get for you how yeah. the suffering how how extreme did it get you can tell the joke well, if so, you want but yeah. it's about <laughs> oh,
1: i tried writing about it um I, so i tried to so i i like the the background was i saw so I, I couldn't really socialize with people as a teenager because i you know it was too much so I watched comedy that was my outlet I watched comedy on YouTube I found it wherever I could Mm. I really liked it um and I just sort of thought well if I could see uh, a show that was about this it you know it would have helped teenage Catherine so I'm like I'm gonna write that show I'll write that show about it but what I didn't do uh, was any kind of healing <laughs> at any point? No. I was, I'll just skip over that. So I was just like, the hmm, rawness. Yeah, let's have a look in this box of repressed emotion. Shall we? Oh my god, yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, put
0: that. Yeah. Just back on stage. Just raw. Just yeah. nothing. No filter.
1: <laughs> yeah, and it was a really bad idea. And in many ways, I wish I hadn't done it. But I'll get there, and I'll, make, I'll I want. That's just the one piece of the. Uh, art that I want to make. Um, but one of the jokes that I wrote um was about how I started learning sign language because I planned on deafening myself, um, which was a, a real thought process. Yeah. And I spoilers, didn't and I will no. um, because my eyesight's going bad and I'm not losing both of those things. Uh <laughs> that would <have> be <been laughs> appalling. So um I told that joke Uh, um, there's a a specific mental health night in Manchester called Barking Tales and it's wonderful, I love it Um, Harriet who runs it, she's great and it's like it's such a nice place that you can go and do stuff that like it it wouldn't work anywhere else And, and so I told that joke there and it went down great. All this material went down fantastic. And this guy came over to me afterwards and he was like, oh my God, me too. But his issue is a bit different. And it was just so nice to be like, oh, someone who gets it. And then I went and did it at that, yeah, I did that material at a normal night. (laughs) And (laughs) I did did it to absolute silence. Um, And it was a very long train ride home from Cambridge
0: i mean if you're in cambridge is it a normal night everyone there is wealthy that's not normal.
1: yeah you went, you went
0: to manchester and people were like we have real mental illness here whereas cambridge they were like yeah we can get a pill <laughs> that was what they yeah. were doing <laughs> um, i've
1: taken an ssri yeah
0: <laughs> <laughs> steve says yeah i'm a little ocd is a trigger for me i've seen people go through ocd and it ain't something you get in little doses you don't you, it's an obs- it, it becomes an obsession. Now, I didn't know. So I, I, OCD, obviously, is not something I don't think you have. I don't personally have. No. But I do know people. I didn't realize that OCD was about intrusive thoughts more than it was about repetitive actions. That was the first thing. When I started to read more about mental health and behavior and stuff, it was the thing I didn't really understand. And it was that you have, like, a man was really worried about being a pedophile because he kept thinking about these thoughts but he wasn't it's just that he yeah. got stuck in a loop and i think that the the, the the torture that someone like that goes through and to just demean it by saying i'm a little bit this, i'm a little bit ocd it's like saying yeah. i'm a little bit i'm a little bit gay it <laughs> yeah. doesn't work like that and it, you're taking someone so up for up for the challenge who was a, a person that's just uh i believe is is his, up for the challenge, your real name's Adam, isn't it? I, I believe. Um, he runs an actual mental health-like challenge that just is like really pure mental health stuff. He says, trying to convince yourself that you haven't hurt someone is a nightmare. The media think it's uh, turning the light on and off. So, and I'm, I'm sure it's the same uh, for you as well, that people think that you can just, and I'll just not have that mental health problem right now. Yeah. I will have it when when it's convenient that's yeah um sorry oh no no sorry
1: it's got
0: no i was just about to i was just going to say two people who uh adam and dave have just dropped in and i'm just going to explain what we're doing um we have obviously this is an interview between me and Catherine here on my other side my what was that my on the right of the screen uh and Catherine has something called misophonia which is uh that she feels disgust and anger and things like that towards specific triggers, uh, sound triggers, which are like eating sounds and foot tapping and things like that. We've talked about anxiety. We've talked about how lockdown one was actually a, not a bad experience for you, but now obviously we're, we're sick of it. Uh, so yes, let's <laughs> continue with what you were saying. we just just there. I was just explaining that to Dave and uh, who were asking. So I apologise for, for yeah. that. No, no, that's
1: fine. Yeah, it's... um. It's strange how people uh don't appreciate that it is something that's all the time yeah and then I think you know like every now and again people will see a little snapshot into you know like if I'm on a tube on my own yeah. I can travel, I just put my headphones and close my eyes, and it's fine. But then, if you're traveling with people, that makes it yeah. more difficult because they expect you to talk. And if you can't, and they'll be like, honestly, no, no, it's fine. Honestly, don't worry. You do what you have to do. And you're like, okay, then. And then they'll be like, have you seen this? Or like, <laughs> just trying to talk to others. I mean, just like, I can't. I can't. So then, okay. <laughs> you know, like.
0: You need to leave me alone.
1: It becomes quite, yeah, it becomes quite stressful. And I, uh, you know, like, it, people will see a snapshot into what it's like all the time for yeah. you. And they're like, oh my God, are you okay? And you're like, this is what I, this, this, this is usually just in here all the time.
0: Yeah. yeah, <laughs> you, yeah. You're
1: just seeing it for like a brief, like, ah!
0: <laughs> and it's always so much, they don't, when you see it, because I think when people see the negative, it's only those closest to you that see the real negative, like the massive impact, because you're so controlled outside. uh, Mm. uh, And and you and me, I'm not going to ask your age, but we have been around for more than two decades, I'm guessing, because we've got Mm – and and you learn how to mask your issue from the world. And so when people see it in public – It's never that full meltdown. But you will when you get home. You will have that meltdown when you get home because it has to happen. And you know how long you... It's like when you need a wee. You know how long you've got until that becomes a problem. And so you get... I've done it. Like, I have run into the house at 3 in the morning. I've had a bad show or i've just been overloaded or whatever from a, a show and i've sat on the sofa and i've cried because i just can't handle the world and no one at the gig would have seen that no one my friends wouldn't have seen that my family wouldn't have seen that and i'm sure that you i don't know if you've cried but you've probably had similar experiences have you had similar experiences i've, I've
1: cried chris you've cried
0: we've <laughs> all cried uh, we all cried. yeah um <laughs> But Yeah, and but, I
1: think also Oh, sorry, go No no
0: no no, I was waiting for you to say something and then I was I was, <laughs> it
1: was just, I think it's it similarly with like with COVID, you know, yeah. when there's like people and they stand too close to you in the shop and you're like, Can you please move out of the way? And they're like, oh my God. And I like just because, you know, if you have it and you give it to me, just because you didn't see that happening and me getting sick and having to spend two weeks in my house and keep everyone else in my house in and they're getting sick as well because of you just because you didn't see that happening and all of that doesn't mean it didn't happen no and that person will just walk away asymptomatic and be like ah it's fine it's not real it doesn't matter yeah and it I feel like similarly you know if um that guy who laughed in my face he didn't then see uh You know how badly that affected me for the rest of, you know, no. when I got home. Exactly. Uh, but he will have walked away, being like, "Ah, I just, he, won't, he won't even think about it now."
0: He won't even think about it. Uh, it's not even a a thought for him that he, to him, he said what he wanted to say, behaved in the way that he thinks is fine, and you're the yeah. unreasonable one. And it's great. yeah, because it's
1: not real, and it's a silly thing to say.
0: Exactly. Exactly. I'm just. There's a couple of people. That, that there's there's a chat going on within the chat. Um, so I'm just gonna. Uh, so uh, Adam says he's been here from the front uh, from the beginning, and he's having a listen. Um, he turns off all his sounds on his streams. Uh, so because someone who suffered, he suffers from OCD. People like to assume that just because you aren't constantly screaming or tapping, tapping, then it's fake. So uh, because you're not sc- having a constant meltdown, it's fake. But yeah. it's just because we have to live in their world that's what it's like holding your breath for the whole time you're out yeah Uh, steve says he has intrusive thoughts which are really just bad guilt he's so aware i am so aware how far away that is from ocd or even just obsessive personality disorder again intrusive thoughts can be as guilt and things like that they can be part of depression or anxiety big big part of anxiety or intrusive thoughts um yeah uh, i'm just reading uh don't indeed uh my effect on others is completely that you can drive me to distraction sir steve um he appreciates the challenge of more intrusive obsessions so i don't think that's relevant to what you suffer from but it is very relevant to what we were talking about at the time i think yeah. that it's it's very important to acknowledge that um that is another thing that you can't control and yeah. and sometimes that it, and it does overwhelm you and because it's inside i i think i said this before to you i don't know if i said it to you or i said it earlier today but i wish that my problem i was a big blue lump that i had here that got yeah. bigger when it was worse so people yeah. would like, oh the lump's playing up i think yeah 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 absolutely
1: yeah but then also i think that uh i mean like that would suggest that people are mindful of physical uh yeah disability yeah <laughs> which yeah. Uh, they are not
0: no like, don't I... worry just
1: come up the stairs uh in your wheelchair what um <laughs> you know.
0: daniel day lewis did it in his in my left foot why can't you do you know <laughs> uh, damn and it that was...
1: i've seen the paralympics you guys are superheroes
0: <laughs> yeah. that's what the power of <laughs> I, but that was part of the discussion I had on the phone with my with my mother earlier, was that she was like, if you'd cut your hand, I would understand, but I don't understand because it's this. And I don't, I haven't, she said, I'd struggle with sympathy. And that's, I think that's a my. it's not her fault. It's just a hmm. mindset that her generation had, and also a mindset that a lot of people who read The Telegraph have. No, it's a mindset that a lot of people, <laughs> she, was just, just a lot of people have, is that because they can't, like you say, physically see it, and their opinion is different um it's th- that's the thing that they can it doesn't matter to them um claire says do you want sympathy and i don't think you want symp- i don't think either of us want sympathy or anyone wants sympathy understanding is more what you want. you want someone to know that maybe it, cause i think for me it's about me behaving in a weird way and not offending them what about you
1: yeah i think that when you tell people that you have it there are the two camps there are the uh, that's rubbish it's, you know dismissive people and then there are the people who are like oh my god what can i do how can i help it i'm going to try and make your life better and you're like stop it please i've managed i've actually managed Okay, and it's sweet and it's nice and I appreciate that you want to do something and you're being lovely and you have been sympathetic and, and it's, it's, it's coming from a nice place, uh, but also it, it's annoying. Um, so I think it's not uh, not a sympathy, just, uh, you know, like, can, you, uh, can you please stop doing that? You're making me uncomfortable. Oh my God, yeah, of course, I'm sorry. And then stop doing it. Don't, because <laughs> so many times, oh my God, people, oh my God, I'm so sorry. I am so sorry. I am so sorry that I have been doing. Oh, my God, I'm a monster. I am so sorry. I will never do it again. You're like, all right, cool, thanks. And then they'll immediately start doing it again. Oh, yeah. And you're like, you're not sorry. You're not <laughs> <Are> you? sorry. <laughs> like,
2: you're just um, apologising.
1: Yeah. So, uh, yeah, understanding, I think, is uh, well, that just is acceptance it. and understanding.
0: This acceptance and understanding. And, and Adam says, the worst for me are the, but you seem so normal, Brigade, the people that <laughs> say. I mean, I don't know if I've ever had anyone say that to me, but I mean, do you know what I mean? mean? Like, (laughs) you don't, I think for me, the ones I've had is not, you seem normal, but it's, but you don't, it doesn't, you don't appear to have this. And it's like.
1: Yeah, is it Luke Poulton was like, you don't look artistic. (laughs) (laughs)
0: Luke Um, who, which one? Luke.
1: Uh, Luke Poulton. Uh, oh, okay. He, yeah, he's an uh, artistic comedian, and someone was like, you don't look artistic.
0: You so, don't look autistic. Well, the, yeah. We just had... We talked about it this morning. We just had the film Music by Sia, who, and it's got yeah. an awful portrayal of autism because the person portraying someone on the spectrum is not on the spectrum. And it's
1: not been written, I don't believe, either, by artistic yeah. people. Or, so. or
0: any. they didn't have a consultant on set, nothing. they just... <laughs> It's just she watched a couple of YouTube videos of someone, and I watched the video of the first opening scene, and it is, awful. Like it, I'm oh. not autistic, and I was offended. <laughs> I was like, "This is pretty. <laughs> this is pretty bad." It it would be like if if you were like, "This is a black person," and it was um like Matthew Perry in, boot polish. Yeah, and
1: you're like, it's. <sighs> yeah it's appalling isn't it and it, it, it's um she's so doubled down on it as well she really was sure <laughs> that it was a good one. Very,
0: very sure <laughs> there's uh, i think this is uh, we've had this before where people uh, we've, we've we've definitely met the people that say they've written a good joke and it turns out it's just a shocking thing to say and there's a yes. difference between the two uh, it's like uh, and it's when like you would have done that joke about uh, wanting to deafen yourself because of your misophonia uh and it's a very personal experience and people will say well if you can do that joke about it why can't i do a joke about it and you're like because it's it's not your experience it's not you don't understand yeah. any of it so all you're saying Sometimes. is empty empty I, I
1: just wish that i could just go here you go I'll just let you have it there we, yeah. we go just for feel a little, little bit
0: feel this for a little bit See how <laughs> yeah. you get help come out the end of the end of this Um, So Adam says it's similar to when I told someone I'd twice been homeless and I was told, but you're civilized. It's all the say spouting of tabloid ideals. It is. So, uh, and uh, auntie says, I have both chronic mental illness and physical illness that are invisible disabilities and they're both similarly targets to ableism. It's just one of the things we focus on in this community here, they're called the glitches, is that we, everyone is uh that ableism is not welcome you know racism nothing's welcome and uh, of course you can't you can't have you can't have a civilized conversation but what comes up a lot is that people say well then when can we talk about it it's like anytime you want just not not when you're offensive about it you know
1: yeah but... don't be mocking yeah. and so that's the thing that i found like so since i i, I work with chronically ill People at, yeah. at the hospital I work at, and I think I hadn't realised. I mean, I knew, but I didn't n- know. You know, I how it's a full time job being oh, yeah. well. Yeah. You know, like um, you know, physically, and then it becomes mentally as well, yeah. or the other way around. You know, whatever it's. Mm. You know, you're having to live around hospital appointments, and and you know, and I just yeah. think that if you look at the quality of life that people have and then, you know, you're expected to live off a pitiful sum of money mm. and constantly have to prove it to get that money. And, you know, and then people are like, Oh, they're just doing it for the benefits. And you're like, fuck off. Like, yeah. How much do you think benefits are? Why, you know, like nothing happens quickly in a hospital. No. You know, it's literally, it's a day you are there for the day. And you you know you're coming back again, and this isn't being fixed, and you'll always be in pain, physically, mentally, emotionally. What figure, what sum of money would you be happy with to put up with that shit forever? Yeah. And you know who knows it might kill you sooner. I'm sorry. I realise that this is going dark.
0: But no, like, this is a mental yeah. health. But this is a we're not we're not doing stand up. we this is obviously no. what this is for. So go dark.
1: But it just and you know what? I genuinely, there are always going to be people that fuck the system. Of course there are. You know, yeah. like it. But that is rich or poor, rich yeah. more so. And I would rather that you know someone gets benefits wrongly. To, I don't know, spend on video games or weed or, you know, whatever. Yeah. The, and everyone who deserves it gets it. Then having everybody who deserves it just constantly under review and yeah. having a shit life for it. And it makes me so angry.
0: It's 1%. And so sad. So it's no, yeah. 99 that get it right, one gets it wrong. That's Yeah. Which Who gives which a is- shit? Well, it's, it's way, way less than tax evasion. So corporate tax evasion is at, at 46% at the moment. So it's it's actually, but it's cheaper to, to, it's cheaper to, it's so much more expensive to audit a company. If you audit people, it's very quick. Just do-do-do-do-do. And so they just, yeah. that's that's awful um evil aunties just said uh she's actually been told that they don't look they've actually been told that they don't look autistic and when they say they're chron- disabled by chronic physical illness they get the classic well you don't look sick i mean that's not looking sick Like, and i um someone else made the i think it was adam made the challenge um oh no uh, i think it was dave made the um dave made the point that if it was a heart condition you wouldn't say oh it's not a heart condition because you can't see it, it's still physical illness you wouldn't be like I don't believe he yeah. a heart attack. I think yeah. it was probably uh, probably. you will be like, bah. "Yeah, <laughs> 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 oh, anyway, we're off to the ghost." Are
1: you, house. Are you still alive, aren't you? Bullshit.
0: Yeah, <laughs> yeah bullshit. <laughs> you know, Prove it. Show us your heart. It's just. Um, yeah. uh, Steve <laughs> says benefit fraud and overpayment are tiny. So sad we demonize all benefit recipients because of it. I absolutely agree. Ben, I, I, th- I am a personal uh i'm a personal believer in universal basic income i think maybe because i, w- I was a stand-up comedian and <laughs> <laughs> and it would have been lovely no but universal, we're so hungry <laughs> we're also yeah yeah we also need every now and then to have new shoes um but uh, uh ubi would i think would solve most of society's issues and oh. then people confuse it with communism and then they don't know what communism actually is and that conversation yeah. just is a long road and, and isn't one for this evening anyway okay? not not at this no. step maybe if we'd started at the beginning but yeah. i think <laughs> if you imagine how much you personally have like with your mesophonia have to suffer through just to earn a living and how much e- if you had a, a a universal basic income so that you could only choose to do the things that you were able to do comfortably Without having that horrible, de- debilitating uh, problem, illness, you know, constantly washing over you, you just, you personally would be healthier. You personally yeah. would be more productive. You personally would be more creative. And if we multiply that by 60 million people in the UK, or 66, I think it's 72 million actually at the moment, um, it's probably more now we've had lockdown, they've had nothing else to do.
1: Oh, my God, so many babies.
0: <laughs> so many lockdown babies. Uh, but you imagine that. How how, what, how would yeah. that impact you? Would that be a huge difference to you?
1: Yeah, I think that'd be great because the amount of, like, jobs that you're locked into because you're like, I hate this. And that's not even from a uh, misophonia perspective. D- just, a, you know, everyone sat down. <laughs> like, I hate this job and I can't leave it because right, yeah. I need the money. Yeah. Um, you know, I think, yeah, if you could just, because as well, I think if nothing else, this lockdown has proven that, like, you know, people want to be busy and they want to work. You yeah. know, it's not most people if you give them the choice. If it's like, okay, here is some food tokens, uh, you know, and so no one will go hungry. Yeah. Um, but it's, it's shit, it's, it's food. You know, it's yeah. it's bread and it's, you will go hungry, but it's not nice food. No. You know, you'd be like, well, I've got all my days empty and I want to go out and help and be productive and do something and just fill my time. Yeah. And also I want nicer food. Yeah. So you go, and, you know, if people who couldn't, you know, work or you didn't want to work were like, oh, I'm happy with this food, then just have the food. Yeah. <laughs> You have to worry about it. You go.
0: You, you're not you, you hungry, and you'd be able yeah. to. You just, you just pick and choose, wouldn't you? You'd be like, yeah. well, I don't, I don't feel like it this week. I don't feel it like that way. Or yeah. I mean, commitment might be a thing, but you know what I'm saying? That you'd have, and people would have holidays, and they'd have a chance. I think we would be as a society, we'd just be much more creative. But but again, also, they
1: don't want that. Do they? they don't
0: want that. They don't want us being creative. They don't want us thinking. <laughs> This is what, happened. what this is what happens now this two two whoa well, that was me that was that was Ooh. me in the desk um this is what we won't get into it because we will just stand that's not what this isn't a political stream this is about that will no. just make other people stressed what i will do is we will we will wrap up so yes. catherine thank you very much for joining us thank you very much for sharing some light on, on misophonia and also for what you go through on a regular basis. I'm sure a lot of people in the chat. Oh, someone's just said, women's heart problems get dim- dismissed by doctors all the time because their heart attacks usually don't present with the same symptoms as men's. So even something as straightforward and physical as a heart condition can cause disbelief. Her mum almost, or their mum almost died because of that. That's how crazy it is that people- I've heard
1: similar stories. And there's a great book called Invisible Women. And it's all about the data bias, because it's it's appalling uh how it's it, it is a man's world. Um but yeah, if you want extra reading, <laughs> that was <quite> great.
0: <laughs> well no, that's I will I will chat invisible women, that's it. We've just had a raid, so thank you. Uh, uh there's a someone people have just popped in. Thank you, uh, Adobe Dodd, uh and uh, for for joining us and stuff. Uh but it won't be nothing nothing without a woman in it. Oh, it, that's a, obviously a quote from that song, "A uh, Woman's yeah. World," "A uh, Man's World." A woman uh, with
1: a misdiagnosed heart attack.
0: A misdiagnosed heart attack. I'm sorry that you went through that, Evolanti. Awful, awful stuff. Oh. But
1: well, yeah, of course. I'm sorry. I shouldn't joke. No, no, yeah. no.
0: It's, we can, we can, we know that. Uh, someone called Reese's past uh, One of our, one of our community Reese's Pass. Uh, thank you very much for the raid. I appreciate that. Like I described earlier, we're just wrapping up. So, Catherine, thank you very much for joining us. Shedding more light like <laughs> on misophonia, which is. Um, resonated with some people do you want to tell people where they can find you if they want to catch up on comedy or anything else or your article
1: yeah so I'm not doing much in the way of comedy at the moment um but I do um I do little videos uh, it's called two minutes of Pat and Mouse with my friend uh Sean Patrick I'm Math, um and we do them we release them every uh Tuesday and Friday we're on Twitter it's uh Pat Two men's pattern math, something like that. Just go, just just put that in the search engine. I'm sure we'll come up. Um, pattern math, maybe I don't know. Um, I do a podcast as well called Zero Hours, which is about all that I interview comedians uh, and well, it's creatives as well about um, the terrible jobs, best and worst jobs that they've had to do, uh, and there's some shockers on there, truly, um, and. <laughs> what else do i do i do um yeah oh the article the article that i did yeah. that was for objectively funny who run nights and do all sorts but they wrote um it's really good actually it's a little um online zine um about um comedians and their mental health um so you know there's some some interesting uh bits and bobs in there but mine was what was mine called um I can't remember the name of the article it was so long ago that I wrote it I'll give you the link and
0: then we'll well we'll put it in the uh, if you give me the link we'll put it in the discord so if you're following I'll stick it in our mental health discord um which is a, a chat server so Claire if you stick up the discord server for anyone that isn't in there so that they can read Catherine's article when we do it and we'll also put it on when we'll turn this into a podcast and on YouTube and I'll also put it in the links that as well so that
1: oh oh i remember it was called (laughs) live in the lockdown (laughs) locker
0: that's a great title that's it's a great terrible. Title. I hate myself. No, you shouldn't hate yourself. That's brilliant. That is brilliant. Uh, so <laughs> that's a great title. So Living the, the Lockdown Loka. Oh no, um, Loving
1: the Lockdown Loka. Loving that even worse. the
0: Lockdown Loka. Maybe that's a bit... But I was. Okay, that, that's a bit different. <laughs> no, no, no. That's, it's fine. It's fine. I'm joking. Um, but we will put the link in the Discord and we'll put it on the YouTube and in the podcast so everyone else can catch up on it. Um Catherine, stick around after I'm just going to send over everyone else to DJ Mule, who is chatting at the moment. Thank you very much, everyone, for joining us. We'll be back in the well, we're back in the afternoon tomorrow. We're late to the show tomorrow. We're back at twelve o'clock for a nostalgia dive. So thanks very much for everyone for joining us for this lovely mental health bar with Catherine. Thank you very much to Catherine for joining us. A lovely chat it's been a lovely chat so uh, remember glitches when you head over to dj mule i've i i don't know him personally but give him some love be really positive and just say what a lovely thing it is he's doing um doing a nice stream. i think he's having a just chat so thank you very much and good night um if you give me one second i will
2: yeah.